What's up? What's up? Welcome to another episode of Authentic Shameless Self Podcast. I am your host, Dej Monet, and today we're talking about shameless, toxic relationships. And this is going to be in the realm of intimate, toxic relationships. Definitely let me know if you want to talk about toxic friendships and family relationships because those definitely exist but I just want to let y'all know that today's focus is definitely going to be on intimate relationships so first you know I gotta break y'all off with some facts and we're gonna break down these definitions so toxic according to Oxford dictionary is poisonous also very harmful or unpleasant in a pervasive or insidious way. A relationship is the way in which two or more concepts, objects, or people are connected or the state of being connected. Also the state of being connected by blood or marriage. And a third definition is the way in which two or more people or groups regard and behave toward each other. So if we put this in a compound manner of toxic relationship, there's quite a few definitions and signs to know if one is in a toxic relationship, but pretty much it's you're connected to someone in a poisonous way to self to the other parties involved or it's just mutual 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 harmful and unpleasant experiences now that's not to say that relationships will always be pleasant and you'll never have unpleasant experiences within them but I think that when a person finds themselves having more unpleasant experiences within their intimate relationship, it's turning towards a toxic one. So with that, I want to give a shout out to choosingtherapy.com in which they broke down 18 different signs of a toxic relationship. Highly recommend this website. I'll definitely leave the link in the description of this podcast. But I want to let you know the 18 signs of a toxic relationship according to choosingtherapy.com. So the first sign that they stated, we'll just go in order. One, you feel disrespected. Two, your needs are not met. Three, you don't feel free to live your life autonomously. Four, you give more than you get. Five, you don't feel valued. Six, your self-esteem is deteriorating. Seven, you feel attacked and unsupported. Eight, your sleeping and eating patterns have changed, like drastically. Nine, you feel depressed or anxious. Ten, you bring out the bad qualities in one another. Eleven, you feel like you walk on eggshells. Twelve, your feelings come from come second to theirs. Thirteen, you feel gaslighted and manipulated. Fourteen, You don't feel your best emotionally or mentally around them. 15. You feel alone in the relationship when you're together. 16. You feel there is a lack of trust or and excessive jealousy. 17. You feel responsible for their happiness. And 18. You are being abused physically, emotionally, 
mentally and or sexually. So that that list, I from my perspective, I think it's all inclusive. Like I can't see or think of anything through research and just through my own experiences of that that list like excuse me that list was all encompassing like 18 very i think clear signs like you clearly know if you are feeling disrespected on a consistent basis you if you know your needs and you visualize them and or understand your own needs then you can say very clear cut yes my needs are being met no, my needs are not being met. If you don't feel valued and you know your own value, then you know, yep, I'm not feeling valid by my valid valued, excuse me, by my partner or yes, I do feel valued. And we want to try to keep in mind that this is based on a majority sort of thinking. So if you if majority of the time in your relationship if you're feeling valued, then perfect. But if majority of the time you're not feeling valued, then it's a sign that you're probably in a toxic relationship. Furthermore, if you feel like you're walking on eggshells, that was number 11, or you feel like you're being gaslighted and manipulated, like gaslighting and manipulation are like the top two things that narcissists do. So speaking of narcissists, unfortunately right now in today's society individuals are finding it how do i say um they're finding it alluring and they're finding it actually cute so to speak to be a a narcissist or someone with narcissistic characteristics and to be toxic like i feel like we're in this time of you should want to be toxic like we're in toxic culture and it's actually being praised in like the best way to where people want to be unpleasant towards each other and that's just really confusing to me like when you get on places like TikTok now, there's a whole healing talk hashtag that exists as well as a toxic hashtag. And at this point, I think we're coming to a place where it's the healed versus the unhealed. Because the conversation is, if you're toxic, well then you're dealing with childhood traumas and past relationship traumas and baggage that you have not faced and you're just carrying around with you and throwing into every new intimate relationship you have. And essentially, the people that are doing the work, they're taking a step back from intimate relations and they're just getting to know themselves and loving themselves and doing the inner shadow work to essentially heal themselves or seek therapy, those are the healed. So we have this this division going on, unfortunately, for the healed versus the unhealed individual. And it really is unfortunate. Everyone wants to say the dating pool has piss in it. And it's just pointing the fingers at, oh, well, you're single because of this and you're single because of that. And it's just more and more people are looking to either isolate themselves and not be with anybody in order to protect themselves and protect their hearts 
or they're just dating for fun and they're dating just to have some shallow level connections or to get their physical needs met but not their spiritual emotional and mental needs met so we're in an interesting dynamic right now for sure and with that let's go into a story time so this one time um not too long ago I was in a toxic relationship in which it was just engrossed with lies. I had no privacy. I was constantly told what to do. It was it wasn't even like requests. They were like demands. And if I were to say no, it was World War 3. And After a while, I started to realize that I stopped wanting to say no just to avoid the fight altogether. So I started doing things that I really had no energy to do. Like, it's not like I didn't want to, depending on the request. But at the same time, it's just like, I have things that I have to do for myself. And so essentially, I slowly but surely stopped doing things for myself in order to put my partner and their feelings first. Can I just tell you like how exhausting that becomes after a while and how draining that becomes? And then it's like, if I did say no and World War III started, then I would actually feel guilty because I I wanna lighten my partner's load. I wanna be there. I wanna make sure that they know that I care for them and their needs. But instead of being grateful for what I would do or that I would say yes and being happy and appreciative, it turned into an expectation. And slowly but surely, disrespect started and trust went down and my value as perceived by my partner went down. And it was a constant feeling of being attacked and like, if I don't do what you want me to do, you're going to attack me. And But then when I would ask for help, there would be no support in return. It's just like, it was always what that person needed to be done had to be done and nothing else and no one else was important regardless of, of anything. And it became a very one-sided relationship. And I know now after therapy and some very deep soul searching and healing that essentially I allowed that because I didn't love myself enough. I didn't know how to set a boundary and stick to it. And I'm still learning how to set boundaries because I just, I'm a person that I'm a giver naturally and takers see that naturally. But then also like I do want to be there for my loved ones. I don't want to have to say no if I'm in a position to say yes. But to my own, to my own accountability, I was in a position to say no, but I started to be scared of saying no because of the guilt and because I wanted to show how loyal I am and how down I am. And essentially, I was doing that for somebody that wasn't even worth doing that for. 
So once I learn to love myself a little bit more, be more gentle with myself, give to myself the energy I was giving another, it's like clarity opened up and I just gave the respect that I wanted from somebody else to myself. I met my own needs. I gave myself more value. I made sure that I was gentle with myself and I didn't attack myself, that I supported myself. And everything that I wanted that partner to do that I was essentially doing for them, I just started doing it for me. And it's, it's eye-opening. It can be disheartening. And after being in a toxic relationship, it can make you turn cold and bitter, but I urge you that if you've ever been in a toxic relationship, if you're currently in a toxic relationship, like it starts with loving yourself enough and knowing your own value and making sure that you're giving the things that you require from your partner, make sure that you're, that you're giving it to yourself. And if you're giving it to yourself, then you'll never be running on fumes. You'll never feel empty because you're feeling yourself up and you're not expecting someone else to give you something that you can't even give yourself. So with that, that leaves me with a challenge. And this challenge is if you feel like you are in a toxic relationship or you know somebody else in a toxic relationship or if you've ever been in a toxic relationship, go ahead and do some self-accountability as to how or why you have allowed a person to treat you in such a way and just do some self-reflection not to say that anything is is your fault or that person's fault or that family member's fault whoever you're thinking of at this time that's not to play the blame game at all children play the blame game if you're listening to this i'm assuming you're an adult as myself but It's not to play the blame game because playing the blame game gets you nowhere, but having accountability for self as well as others, we really have to consider when we are in a toxic relationship, what did I allow? Because you had to have allowed something. If you stayed after being disrespected, then essentially you allowed that disrespect, That's not to say that you wanted it or asked for it, but you responded to it and you stayed. Just an example. So that's my challenge to you. Do some self-reflection and just ask the question of why. And whatever that answer may be that comes to you, be gentle with yourself. Don't be harsh with yourself. Don't blame yourself. Don't, don't beat yourself up. Just think on it. And then immediately, if you can, sit with it and then get to a solution. For example, if you allowed your feelings to come second to theirs, why? Why did you allow that? Because you love them? Of course, because you're in love with them? Okay. But then do you love them more than you love yourself? Are you in love with them more than you're in love with yourself? And yes, I do. I do wholeheartedly believe that people should be in love with themselves because you want somebody else to be in love with you, right? So how could you want somebody else to be in love with you if you're not in love with yourself? Just a question. 
But I hope y'all enjoyed this episode of Authentic Shameless Self Podcast. Again, I'm your host, Deja Monet. Definitely leave comments below for the podcast if you're on Apple Music or if you're listening on Spotify or Google Podcasts. You can find me on socials to include TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube, all at Deja Monet. So be gentle to yourself, self-reflect, have self-accountability. You got this. In the meantime, much love.